0: So Jordan was telling me pre-podcast that sometimes she'll try to watch the movie of the week that we're going to discuss on a Monday night for the next episode from a treadmill at like her work gym. Now, she brought up something about the Lady Terminator movie that we covered recently, a specific scene in Lady Terminator. But I thought like, (laughs) oh, there's a lot of scenes that maybe you don't want your boss, your coworker, a random person working out at the gym to see on your little treadmill camera. And then Jordan, what did you say? Like you said, like you'll get sucked in and then not notice. You'll be just watching the movies.
1: Oh, yeah, well, like, just in the zone, oh, cool. but, like, I don't realize who's behind me, and so I was, luckily, I was watching the trailer, which is only four minutes of the movie, mm. and uh, a bunch of other scenes, oh. but, like, totally <laughs> saw the serpent, like, go right up her coochie, and I was, like, <laughs> and I'm just, like, checking behind my back to make sure my, yeah. like, CEO, because my CEOs do work out in the gym, like, wow during the same hours, and I would just, sometimes I get zoned in, and I don't, I'm, really got to pay attention to my surroundings when i'm watching some stuff but
2: that's definitely an ntsf kind of movie (laughs) all right no wait not say ah, whatever i've already forgotten how to say so i can
0: only think of like two more work situations that might be more horrific than that there's a show called like loving or something like that and the guy he wants to masturbate and he's on his phone but his phone is connected to like a wireless speaker Oh, so, the rest God. of the house on this vacation trip and their verbo or whatever, hears the video that he's watching oh, right? yeah. <laughs> and oh, so they know, know what he climaxes because the song cuts off. and then he has to go back to dinner like like nothing. like nothing happened, you know. and uh, it's fun. the way they handled it was really funny. I might be like making it grotesque, but it was really funny,
2: no, he was uh, watching porn Actually, if if it's the same thing I'm thinking of, it was the the one with the the guy with the big uh, and the girl from community. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. That show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was uh no, he was uh it was even worse, I think, because he was watching porn and it like broadcasts to the Bluetooth speaker outside because yeah. he didn't disconnect it.
0: Yeah, they so hear funny. it. That's what I was saying. They hear it.
2: Oh, I thought you said uh well, never mind. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then never the mind. other scenario, the other scenario that I thought of was like did you guys hear about the story where the guy was, like, on a work Zoom or something, and then they caught him doing something to himself or something like oh, that? Oh, God. That was, yeah. like, a whole thing. I feel like, like that dude.
2: probably happened quite a few times. <laughs> right? Just, like, years.
1: no one wearing pants. Yeah, that I'm happened. glad I don't work from home. Just saying, so. Well,
0: then there's also, like, the, uh, like, naked roommates. You know, like, you're on your work Zoom. Oh, coworkers, yeah, the And then, past. like, yeah, they're, like, just walk by. Yeah, on the way to get cereal. Is it your roommate? Who knows?
1: There's a reason why they put, like, a blur filter on, like, Zoom now.
0: Oh, yeah. like, the virtual room or something? Or, like, the plants? Or, like, you're in a jungle like, or whatever?
1: It actually blurs. But the bad thing yeah. is is sometimes it will focus on something behind you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. In fact, I was experiencing that today, and I moved my entire location to where it was.
0: Yeah. What was it zooming
2: in to... on, Dave? Uh, you know, uh, the collection behind here. But, like, I don't know. I don't... Uh... For this show, I don't like put anything any place that it can't be seen. I might have some titles that uh, don't want to be seen in a professional setting.
0: There you go. So one of these days, I'll figure out how to make like a video intro because I want just like a clip of us talking while it plays the intro song. But you know, I'm not an editor. I'm just a talker.
1: Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the binge watchers podcast.
0: I mean, it's almost good, except for where the logo is placed on our faces if you're watching it. It's basically covering David.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: shut <out. laughs> Yeah, because like. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Dave doesn't mind having a TV on his head.
2: There you go. <laughs> it's only crushing my spine and my soul.
0: Oh, no. Don't describe the podcast as already soul-crushing. We haven't even talked about tonight's movie yet. All right. Um, Home video headlines, folks. Let's see. Harry Styles' movie critic is the first topic of discussion. He said his favorite thing about working in the Don't Worry Darling movie was, it's like, it feels like a movie like a real movie. Now, the only thing funnier than him saying that, trying to describe the plot of a movie that he's in as an actor... Did you guys see the Chris Pine reaction shot? Like he's sitting next to him at a press conference for this movie. And it starts to, (laughs) you see, you see this reaction on Chris Pine's face. Like he just realized, oh, I'm in a movie with Harry Styles. Harry Styles doesn't know how to review movies or handle press tours because he has no experience. Also, holy shit, I'm in this movie. Holy shit, I'm on this press tour. How did I get here? Uh, But apparently also, I didn't know Chris Pine was an English major. Trivia, David yeah hmm.
1: no but that was some hair wasn't it like platinum right oh yeah
2: yeah 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 oh I
1: mean,
0: you mean chris Pine's hair yes on yeah
2: tour? yeah uh, i don't know i've been following this uh this silly story pretty closely like just for fun <laughs> yeah and, and like there's that whole thing. did he spit on chris pine I-, I don't think he did uh oh
1: yeah yeah
0: i did see stuff at about the premiere that like they're sitting next yeah to each they're other.
2: like I think there's a lot of attention going on because like there's a lot of personal relationships going on on the set that I don't think are going on anymore. So I think there there's just a lot of weird stuff going on with this whole production and before the movies even come out. Um, and I don't know the other thing somebody pointed out, like he's been on a long tour, so he's probably like just drained and couldn't even think of like anything more intelligent to say than, yeah, it's like a real movie, you know, like with real characters or whatever he said well he
0: finally makes a point at the end he was he was trying to say is that it's a movie that you should go to the theater for like it's good enough that you should have the the movie experience
2: but that's but at first he was like staggering through what he was saying um i can't fault him for that i do that on this show all the time (laughs) you know like oh wait i have a thought i know uh but i can't say it right (laughs) try it yourself sometimes judgy
0: people i don't know what to say (laughs) Which so brings uh. us to the next point, talking about uh, not being able to deliver speeches. They keep giving Tom Hanks these big speeches in the movies lately, but, you know, I just think Tom Hanks should stop playing Tom Hanks. I, I decided to write down, when was the last time I liked Tom Hanks? It was 2017. Yeah. Uh, good question. If I could read my notes, like I got these scribbles. Um, I did oh, like I, that it was, bit.
1: I did like that bit from last episode, just saying.
0: Oh, we were talking about him in the Elvis movie? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was horrible. And like, that's, I mean, they're, I mean, basically that's what it is. It's like you get Adam, you know, you get Adam Sandler to be Adam Sandler. You get Tom Hanks to be Tom Hanks, but he's kind of Tom Hanks out. Like uh, I wrote down, they need to make a David S. Pumpkins movie because in 2017, he was doing the David S. Pumpkins skit on SNL and that was still Mm -hmm. entertaining. The movie that broke it for me was uh, News of the World, where he plays this character called Captain Kidd, who's in like the 1880s, and his job is to go to these old west towns and deliver the news of the day. And like I had really high hopes for that movie, but it kind of let me down. And then from that point on, every single movie afterwards has been a seriously decline. But then I thought, he's got almost 40 years in. He started in the 80s. He's got some iconic movies under his belt. You only really have to be good one time. You know what I mean? Like how many great movies do you need to have in a career? A couple, a handful. But then when you switch to, when you switch to like TV movie of the weeks or like the movies get worse, then, then your legacy is like, what, you know, guest starring in TV shows.
2: I'm curious. I mean, maybe this is not the the show for it, but I'd be curious like what you didn't like about news of the world. I mean, it wasn't a phenomenal movie, but I didn't, I, I thought he did pretty fine in that. I, I can't think of anything other than the Elvis movie and this latest thing he's done. He's had two in a row that were pretty awful, but before that, he's been quick, on a pretty. I mean, Jesus I can streak. quickly
0: tell you what my biggest contention with playing Captain Kidd is: you're supposed to believe that he has a violent past and can turn into like Clint Eastwood on the drop of a hat, you know, and he can't. So,
2: all right, all right. Uh, you know, it's been like two or three years since I've seen it, so what can I say? But I, I remember enjoying it. You didn't.
0: All no, right. I still liked it, but I'm saying that was the point for me as a viewer, where I like I, if you put it on a dot matrix, whatever blip map, or you know, I don't know, I'm floundering. Like Help like Charlie dirty.
2: with all the like <laughs> arrows pointing out, like it started here.
0: Yeah, it started here. And then if you follow the glowing thing or whatever, where's the laser pointer for the thing? See, if we had like a technician who's running this, I could put like charts on the screen, whatever. Wishful thinking. <laughs> we'll get the technology eventually. Um, David, you'll like this one. Screaming goats are cinematic. You must know what movie I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. We watched it recently. Thor, what is it, Love Dave? and Thunder. Yeah. One of the best parts of the movie is the goats. What do they hmm. do? They just scream. They scream a lot. They crash into a planet and they scream. It's a planet that they can walk on in one day, which is kind of funny. They just like walk across. <laughs> but these are magical goats. They're in the Marvel comic. They Thor had them before, but this version in the movie is that they scream and that's kind of the highlight of the movie, honestly. It's not as good as Ragnarok. <sighs> it's the fourth Thor movie. Totally disagree. The d- the director I, hated, I hated Ragnarok you know, you know what it, I all love Ragnarok. Right. Star- but well, you know what it was for the director? Like, did you see like his personal Instagram blowing up? Like when he's hanging out with Rita Orta and the other actress. This was like sometimes it's like Michael like Michael Caine said, I did Jaws 4 because I wanted to hang out in the Caribbean. Sometimes the movies are just a vacation, Dave. Huh,
2: with a paycheck. I, I don't know, man. I I actually know. I I think that movie was pretty awesome. Actually, like, and I did not like Ragnarok. So <laughs> I I figured I just learned this week that I think I'm the contrarian Marvel fan. Like the ones that everybody loves, I can't stand, and the ones that people think are crap are the ones I actually enjoy. Like I actually Do you have, like a yeah, Do you have a second example. Yeah, uh, Eternals. Eternals. People. Another hate Harry Styles and, movie. Was he? I see? I don't remember him in it, but I'll take your word. Well, He's saying it's his brother. His name is. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jordan.
1: No, I was just gonna say. I don't know. I'm gonna put this to the test because I feel like John. I typically side with you on things, but Ragnarok mm-hmm. was my favorite, so I don't know. I don't know
2: where that's, I'll. That's you know. I I don't know. For whatever magic it had for people, it didn't work on me. And then this one was the one where it's like, oh, that's what I expected from Ragnarok. And mm-hmm. yet I'm finding out, like John, it's people one of people's least favorite, other than I guess the Dark World, which I still haven't seen, but. Uh,
0: uh, points for having the longest-running series, though. he's now has four sequels, or three sequels. Like, the fact that he'll have a fifth movie in, like, a year or so is the longest-running Marvel series now, or whatever. Um, of sure. the heroes. Individual heroes, anyway. Um, Taggart and Rosewood are back on duty in Beverly Hills Cop 4. I don't know if you saw pictures from the set. It's not just Axel Foley with Eddie Murphy. The other partners from Beverly Hills Cop 1, 2, and 3 are coming back, which is pretty cool, because we haven't seen those guys in a while. It's Judge Reinhold and, um, shoot what's his name john ashton yeah i think his name is john ashton not austin the other acting family like ashton Hmm. spelled differently he's a good actor (laughs) 80s 90s um i'm i'm gonna guess that jordan hasn't seen the beverly hills cop movies but we'll find out later because i wrote down uh during game screening, is Jordan going to have to watch Beverly Hills Cop one, two, and three? Should be added. We'll, we'll bring it up later. <laughs> a preview for a segment later in the show. Now, oh, she kind of are, the next. The next thing I was going to bring up in the headlines was the Lady Terminator reactions from Jordan, but she kind of gave us some in the beginning. You want to add anything else, or we'll keep trucking.
1: I mean, just Dave saying that he was thirsting for some dangerous details made me automatically want to watch it. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no, it just sounds really ridiculous and totally up my alley. Um, I don't know. You guys also (laughs) said the words ultimate blowjob in reference to one of the scenes. And I'm like, yeah, really curious as to what that means.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It is okay. definitely like if you have if you're the type of person that hosts bad movie nights, this one would be a perfect fit. And yet, I can't even call it a bad movie. It's just insane, is what it is. It's insane. Yeah,
0: you call it, it follows its own
2: logic, and its logic is solid within the movie. But it is nuts. It's just a mm-hmm. nutty movie.
1: Well, that sounds right up my alley. I mean, if the logic is there, I can't wait to watch it. I.
0: Just hearing we, your we actually felt like guilty in real life that you weren't there to view it with us. Like, honestly, like, well, uh...
1: and that's what I was telling John, too, is that like, when does it ever happen that like, neither of you have seen the movie? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, almost every movie review, you guys have either seen it once and it was a long time ago or one of you has seen it or both of you have seen it. And I'm like, this would have been a good <laughs> one, but I'm going to watch it for sure.
2: Well, we we hit two weeks in a row because th- this week, well, well, get to that. I've never heard of this movie before this week either. Oh,
0: oh, you broke up in the beginning, but you were basically saying that you hadn't seen this week's movie either. These are all fresh, no fresh fact, eyes. For you. Uh,
2: I think we've hit quite a few in a row for me where their movies nice. I haven't seen. So
0: it gets more difficult to make the lineup every year. If, we're, if I'm being honest, because it's like <laughs> it's got to be weird enough to watch, but it can't be so weird that we. It's like. We have nothing to say about it. It's really difficult.
2: But, but then, yeah, like Jordan I,
0: said, we'll find a row of movies that like one of us has seen and then there's nothing to say about it because we've already watched it.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've we've had conversations like, dude, if you want weird, I can find you weird, just weird easily. But like weird and palatable are two different things. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> or podcast worthy, you know, like a couple things to talk about. Anyway, tonight's movie is Songs from the Second Floor. I believe it's a Swedish movie the only way to describe it basically is it breaks down to a series of vignettes that talk about or criticize modern living. It's definitely seems like a satire to me. I mean, you guys can question that or, or not satire is a big word for the audience. Look it up. I don't know. (laughs) Um, earlier I forgot to mention vapid. The movie's not vapid. Harry Styles movie critic was vapid, which means nothing stimulating or challenging. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to dictionary.com on this one, folks. Um, so yeah, so the satirical entry, Song from the Second Floor, let's see if it's too weird to rate, let's see if it's too weird to enjoy, let's see if we can uh, dissect this movie, but first, let's see if Dave was able to discover any dangerous details about tonight's movie, other than the fact that you can't watch it anywhere, someone bootlegged it on YouTube.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, it's been on YouTube for about a year or so, so we can't say nobody can see it, but I will say not a lot of people watched it, based on the view count, Um <laughs> Based so this
0: is the, view <laughs> <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Uh, so the first hint that Dave hates the movie or doesn't or dislikes the movie like he uh, only gets <laughs> factitious in a certain tone like if he doesn't like a movie and it didn't make any box office he's like and by the way it only made 9 million at the box office well, and they spent 15 million to make it so what does that tell you? back well, no. One. First of all,
2: this is a Swedish movie here in America. I wouldn't even bother with that cuz like how much is it going to make to begin with, you know what I mean? I wouldn't beat up on it like that. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. uh so this is actually it's about to pull his punches. Uh,
2: uh no. So this is the first of a trilogy from director Rory Anderson. Uh the other two are called You the Living and I will give it this, this has to be one of the most interesting titles I've heard in a while. Uh the third being a pigeon sat on a branch reflecting on existence. So that's a movie that's out there to watch. Uh, each scene I in this movie. I hear one word you just said, except for bird. Oh, let me repeat that.
0: No, I mean, it I did... heard the words, but oh. I couldn't process them. Right? Like oh, uh, oh. The only like, word that stood like, let out let was the
2: clearly. word bird. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so each scene was shot with one take, where the camera was still and the actors just had to work within the frame they had. Um, this I, I was surprised to find out this movie took four years to complete, but uh, I guess this was a real labor of love. Um, this was given the grandeur, ju- or excuse me, the jury prize at the Cannes Film Festival, and the, uh, this movie is mostly still shots, but it does move once in a scene in a train station. That is, can find out well, for you. Okay. <laughs> all right, okay, go.
0: we'll go before we get going any further. I want to talk about stars an insane offer. I feel like I mean, we keep talking about like how HBO Max is on fire and Discovery's dropping a lot of HBO titles, and they put all their money and the, they're betting on you know House of the Dragon and Discovery shows to make the new discovery or whatever. Uh but stars is doing this crazy thing where they're like they're giving their whole thing away for $10 for half the year. I don't know how they're going to make money, but if you like stars, you like free movies and TV shows, they got a new one coming out. So we have an affiliate code, you can grab the promo code in the show notes. You can get Stars Network for 10 bucks for half the year. There's a new show coming out with Samantha Morton called The Serpent Queen. Have you guys heard about this show?
2: I have heard about this.
0: Tell me more. <laughs> well, wow that sounds like an ad david
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i know oh, i actually do give a shit about the serpent queen because i watched the trailer well i like samantha morton first of all she's a great actress so yes maybe they'll have scenes where things go in places i don't know we'll find out but yeah i like her and i'm also attracted to her for whatever reason she's like <laughs> you know tinder swipe which is the good way to go which way left Does anybody know? You swipe right to match.
2: Swipe Oh, swipe right to match? Okay, I
0: swipe right on a Samantha Morton type. Okay. Um, But she's playing Catherine Medici, which I guess is like one of the French rulers. It gets married in the family. But the trailer suggests that it's like, she's going to be telling her own story, like maybe breaking the fourth wall. At least the trailer does. But I hope the trailer is capturing like the tone of the show because it has a lot of energy. And I'm like, oh, this would be really cool. Because I I love that. If they do the medieval thing, like... uh, What's that? A night's tale, right? When they yeah. had the rock songs. If mm-hmm. you do give us medieval stuff, but with like modern editing, modern tones and vibes, it's really fun. So hopefully, mm-hmm. we'll do that. Anyway, if you want stars, try it out. You can get it for uh, $10 for six months. There's a link in our show notes. And we can all watch The Serpent Queen and we can say binge now, binge later, binge never, or whatever. Um, I also made a note in the show in, uh, in our general description about advertisers. But I signed something today that says I shouldn't talk about advertisers. But I wrote down, who the fuck knows, pay us money. I thought that was a pretty good note for tonight's show. Because I didn't know what I was going to talk about at the Primo Real Estate, which is the middle of the show, folks. That's where you drop your primary ads. Now I'm breaking like the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh walls. A little behind-the-scenes action. But no, honestly, support our sponsors because they support the show. And they keep us uh, the podcast moving. We also want to send Jordan some ghost sour patch energy drinks and so we need we need sour patch money folks right we got to spackle the bricks together here
1: that's sour patch money
0: get that sour patch money mm-hmm. i like that that's the best yeah they so like john all your recent ad reads you keep talking about sour patches why do you do that <laughs> like if i just add that to every ad from now on oh that'd be awesome maybe mm. i'll do that Let's see how far we can really push this thing before it lights on fire. David, what do you think? Maybe you should just
2: have like a big bag of Sour Patch Kids that you're eating with, with the logo facing you. So it's never seen on camera. (laughs) You just see the, you just see the barcode. (laughs) Although guys, our YouTube is getting really popular. I talked to somebody today about giving us Coors
0: beer. And they're like, how would you feel about having the?" I was like, they're like, how would you feel about having the samples or whatever? I was like, wait a minute. I was like, are you literally saying I'd be sitting here with a Coors beer at my table while recording a podcast? They're like, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Like. Uh duh <laughs> like let's let's how, what do you say? What do you say? Let's go? Is that how you say like, let's go? Let's I told him like we were we were so close to getting the McDonald's campaign. If we were if we were like if we had that, everybody would know who we are. We'd be like so famous now. Like Johnny's on there talking about a freaking chicken sandwich. You know, you know what I mean? Like from McDonald's.
2: Anyway. Mm. That's enough of that. I mean, that we could have gotten to one of those things where you could have like the binge watchers meal. I don't know what that would be. Yet. <laughs> the
0: McBinge.
2: Huh? Yeah, the McBinge. Yeah, I want that because they do the celebrity meals like the BT5,
0: whatever Korean band or whatever it was. BTS. Yeah. BTS. Each celebrity got like their own meal. Yeah, that's what exactly. We'd have like a combo or a binge watch breakfast or something. McDonald's if you're out there.
2: Mine would basically just be uh, double cheeseburgers, but uh, the hot mustard from the ketchup, or from the chicken nugget packets instead of regular mustard. In mine. Mm,
1: that sounds delicious.
2: And a side of hot mustard for my fries. Because I'm weird like that. What I'm really saying is I like McDonald's hot mustard, I guess. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Uh,
0: Time for the bits. Jordan said it's time for favorite bits from songs from the second floor, not the third floor, not the basement. Just the second floor. Just the second one. Favorite bits. Back to you, Jordan. Um, oh, you're already in the center stage. It doesn't matter. You're already there. You're ready to go.
1: Yeah, no, definitely a satire. Um, I loved that, like, some of this stuff was so obvious, right? So there's a main character and his son. His son is, is it Stefan is his name? And he's, like, telling his sick brother this poem. Mm-hmm. And obviously like the you know lines of the poem are echoed throughout the entire movie. And some of my favorite obvious ones is like they're talking about, you know, beloved is the man. Wait, who can
0: picks. I interrupt you real quick to add a go detail? Going. So they said this brother lost his mind because he started writing poetry. Poetry. Yeah, I wrote that yeah. as one of my bits. Okay.
1: Yeah. On. Well, and then like it's just like all the things are like kind of obvious, right? Throughout the the, you know, movie. My favorite one was just the you know the it's like beloved is the man who gets his finger closed in a door, and then there's like this scene of where his like fingers stuck in the, you know, train, and I don't know. It's just like all very ridiculous. Um, but yeah, no, it was uh, it was very interesting. I had no idea what was going on for quite some time, and wish I would have read the synopsis before. But it was uh, interesting and audi- audibly and visually. Very catchy, sometimes. Like, well, you know I'm what? Singing
0: about the synopsis, it reads like a Google Translate. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm like well, videos yes, from the Swedish poster, <laughs> and then they translate it to English. So, I mean, if there's lost stuff lost in translation, like we don't even know how good the YouTube uh, caption is. You know right. what I mean? So, right. but, but I downloaded the no, I did not download the, the video. I I shared a video that was already publicly posted by somebody else completely. With my oh, co-host did. here and it didn't have subtitles. I was like, Oh, we're not gonna be able to watch this tonight. I better figure out what the subtitles are, but how do we know? We don't really know if the YouTube version is like accurately translated. So we don't. We might be missing some details.
1: I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah, it was interesting. Super interesting. What about you, Dave? Uh
2: yeah, I I get we'll chalk it up to the subtitles. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I I I tried to go into movies. I haven't heard of blind and maybe this was one of those. So you're times like, where...
0: you're delivering bad news in cute pajamas. It's not fair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I, I, this is one of those times where going in blind was kind of to my detriment because I wasn't prepared for what I was watching. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't in the right frame of mind, I think. Um, cause I can't call this a bad movie, but I will say it's a movie that did not connect with me. Um, you know, there's some beautiful imagery. I mean, there's a whole scene where they're, I don't know, in a, in a business meeting or, or something. Um, and there's a, a crucifix with Jesus that's fallen off of the cross and just swinging back and forth like a pendulum for like a five minute scene. I mean,
0: so oh, we'll find that, out later this
2: guy, his whole business was around selling those to other businesses. Right. Yeah. You know, he's um, throwing them away at the end. You know, there's. It, it took it took like the third or fourth time for it to connect. But like every there's multiple scenes where something tragic is happening. Like you mentioned, the guy getting his hand uh, caught in a, a rail car, um, or, or somebody. But how being about the guy being
0: marched to-, to the getting hung? Like he's yeah, interacting there's with that too. There's yeah. there's
2: a, there's a scene with uh, somebody getting hung. There's a scene where the girl gets called like Midsummer yeah. Light, where somebody gets thrown onto rocks. And there's always a crowd around like the. Well, like
0: there's, there's always, always missed details around. like there's stuff going on in the background. Yeah, you know,
2: like extra so, story. I, I think I don't know. I wasn't prepared for this. It made me I'll be honest. Maybe if they made me feel dumb in parts because I'm like, it wasn't <laughs> right. I don't know if there's like John said maybe we had a bad that. subtitles on YouTube. Maybe you know what, though, if I was a film teacher, in translation. David,
0: if I was a film teacher, I would assign this movie. I'd make an entire class of 35 people watch it. Even though I have a problem with schools assigning books, I guess maybe I'm a bastard, because I'd be like, you're going to watch this movie.
2: Well, no, I get that, because there's a lot to say where, like, you bring your own personal experience. Like, I'd be interested. (laughs) I don't know if I'd make a a whole class watch this entire movie, but I would pick a few few scenes and then ask for what their interpretation is, because I'd be interested, like, the, the scene I mentioned, the crucifix and Jesus swinging, like, that can mean something different to like five different people, you know. There's stuff like that where it's definitely well, open for. Debate. There was a
0: great bit where the priest was more concerned about the stock exchange than he was about the parishioner <laughs> who came in and was having a real crisis of faith. Like he was talking about, well, you know, stock market.
1: Yeah, he yeah. tells him to suck it up. He's like, I've been trying to <laughs> yeah, yeah, sell yeah. my house for four yeah, years. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, I wrote I wrote this down. Like, uh, I, I got I mean, I got favorite bits. I got enough favorite bits to support the movie. There's a golf club scene, so it's very subtle. One of the leaders of this company, because we keep going in and out of like this one corporate company and a small business, but it seems like they're all related. So it's like it cuts to one of the characters we got introduced in the beginning of the movie who works at the office who fired another character that we get familiar with. He's like in a room with his boyfriend or something, but then he's sitting there because his golf cru- his golf club is broken. <laughs> and the other one says, don't worry, we'll get a new golf club. And then so your imagination goes. Oh, they were doing something with the golf club unsavory, and it broke. But the one guy still had a good time, and the other guy's like, "Well, what's the future going to be like?" And I was like, "Oh, that's good." And then, and then actually, there's a scene later where they're not the main characters in that story, but they're there, and they've already purchased a new golf club. Spoiler alert: they they figured it; they got another one. Um. Oh, and there's a twist with the guy. There's a guy walking around, and he looks like he just came out. He's got like soot on him, and like his business burned down or whatever his little secondhand store or whatever because he 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 implies it's like a bookstore because he goes to meet his son at a bar and it's all connected folks so the dad has a small business it's burnt down he meets the other the youngest son who's a drunk taxi driver and they're supposed to work together to go visit the son that's locked away in the asylum to support him or whatever and at one point, like, the orderlies want to walk away with the dad because he's having an emotional outburst, and they want to lock him up, which is another great detail happening in the background. Um, But the twist, should I give away the twist, or should I leave it alone? Like, how we we find out who burned down the business? Maybe I, should I would it say leave it
2: alone, just All because right. this isn't exactly something everybody's seen.
0: Did you guys see the scene with the business people in the background lashing themselves with their ties, and, like, they had, like, rocks tied to their business ties, and they were hitting each other and, like, mm. doing that, you know... I don't know what it's called. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Well, there's, like, a revolution going on behind the scenes that you don't, I mean, that's talked about a little bit a couple of times. It's it's wild. Yeah, there's just so many, like, little minor stories, things happening in the background that.
0: If there's a consistent theme with that, it's like they're trying to break out of the drudgery of, like, clocking in and out, right? Like, they're all caught up in their little loops. Mm Mm-hmm. And it seems like they're all fighting against that. But then they ultimately just go back into their loops. Like, oh, every single relationship, with the exception of the guys with the golf club, every other relationship in the movie is having problems. The dad can't connect to the two sons. The youngest son is a tax driver can't connect to his fiance oh, or girlfriend. Pardon? The guy who loses his job at the corporate office in the beginning of the movie, his wife wants his attention and he's unwilling to give her any attention. And he, he's he been there he thinks he he thinks he has to devote his time to the company but then ultimately they lay him off so it's ironic right
1: that was, like, my favorite first bit because he's, like, hanging mm-hmm. on to the leg of his, you know, like, co-worker. And you can see all the doors open in the hall. And they're, like, watching him have this complete mental breakdown of, like, being fired of 30 years. And, like, all the doors are cracked. Like, they're trying to peep, but they, like, don't <laughs> want to get involved of him being fired. I thought it was hilarious.
0: Well, and then I wonder about stereotypes. Like, the stereotype is that Europe is very comfortable with their nudity. Like, everybody in this movie seems to be very comfortable whether they have clothes on or not. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like the wife's there at breakfast. She's got like a wide open robe and she's also middle aged. And this goes back to like, do you remember this conversation we had like aesthetically, like a few months ago where I was like, I want to see more average, regular people Mm -hmm. in private moments. And I'm like, this movie kind of celebrates that, but it's not like a theme, but the characters are doing it. You know what I mean? Like they are just comfortable in their skin. And I'm like, that's like impossible, impossible.
2: I think that movie was Swedish, too, wasn't it? So maybe it's just the Swedish folks.
0: The Swedes? <laughs> like, it's just <laughs> what they're into? I don't know. Um yeah.
2: smoke doesn't made, matter. Sam. We're all comfortable.
0: Mm. Uh, so are you guys going to rate it badly, then? Is that true? No, not
2: necessarily. I mean, what do, you, what do you think, Jordan?
0: Binge
1: later for me. It was definitely not a binge never, but it wouldn't be something. It's going to be something I think about over the next week, and I'm going to be like... Hmm. And kind of got to mull it over, but binge later for sure.
2: Hmm. Yeah, it's a binge later for me. Again, I, I wouldn't call this, I just wasn't prepared for this. I was not in the right mi- set. you know, frame of mind. I, especially after last week, we watched such a fun, goofy movie, and this is a weird month month and this is definitely weird but it's also existential and like requires like close attention not not casual attention close attention Mm -hmm. and so i I would be willing to give this another go in the future with that in mind but um just know what you're getting into folks so it's binge later for me
1: john
0: well again like i said if i ran a film class i'd make the students watch it but that doesn't mean it's necessarily enjoyable it's like uh it's like putting to task I would actually recommend that people don't have to watch it, like I'm actually gonna say binge never, which well, it's, <laughs> which it's never...
2: funny. It's funny you say assign it to a class because this is the first time in a while where we watched a movie where it kind of felt like homework, like all right, I'm sure my yeah, it, it, <laughs> it takes a l- little bit of sweat and
0: patience, like you have to yeah, yeah. um, I was fighting the urge to fast forward while trying to read the subtitles, so... Well, yeah, YouTube honest, allows you
2: to make it make. it am glad it's out
0: there. Like, I'm glad it exists. I wish it was more widely available so people could make a decision whether they want to watch it. <laughs> and it has good merits, but its merits don't stack up enough for me to to support it or champion it. You know what I mean? Uh, and I really did. Maybe my expectations were too high because I really wanted it to be special, and it kind of just fell flat with the exception of the things that I, that I enjoyed. Um... Sometimes Jordan will throw an extra segment in here called the shame screening, like classic movies that Jordan should have watched in her life as an American moviegoer. Uh, but she actually has a very active social life, and uh, she's still oh, wow. trying to kill it in the real world, and not just uh, live vicariously through movies. She's hey. like, oh, whatever.
1: <laughs> if I couldn't make time for Lady Terminator this week, there's no way I would have watched a shame screening before that so but it looks like you've got some to add to the list john which was what did we talk about earlier
0: oh yeah We're earlier in the show hills. i mentioned that they're shooting a new beverly hills cop and so i always thought that like you should watch um beverly hills cop 2 is my favorite of the series but you have to watch at least the first couple ones i mean there's a pointer sisters in the playing in the background of the first one there's some running gags from the first and second one that work out really well the supporting cast is great it's, it's peak Eddie Murphy. It's like they shot this when he was doing his comedy specials and he was like number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I expect four to be like a kind of a flop. I mean, his last thing that he just, he just did a sequel to Coming to America and the Coming to America sequel wasn't that great. So, uh, you know, but I love Beverly Hills Cop, man. I love Axel Foley. Like, Yeah. I mean, Jordan, you definitely got to. What's at the top of your list right now? What are we, what's already on there?
1: Oh my God. It's just so many. I, yeah. Late life, you know, and I tell people about this bit and they're like, oh my God, have you seen this? Oh my God, have you seen that? <laughs> like, it's just you know, like the gladiator, never seen that. Like, there's just so many that I gotta
0: just watch. So. Man. I know you got to get through Rambo one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Dawn of the Dead, one, two, <laughs> and the remake. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's a lot of stuff we've talked about it over the course of the episodes. Is the other Judge Dread movie mm-hmm. uh, that
1: would be a good one.
0: Yeah. Any of the Tom Hanks movies that he was good in? You ever see? Uh, you ever see Bachelor Party? Mm-mm. Okay, there you go. Another one for the list. Mm-mm. What, what, are, we I don't think what it's, are we doing? What uh, are we doing here? Streaming <laughs> anywhere? <laughs> um. service, I mean. Uh, you guys have been great. I mean, thanks for listening. Thanks for commenting on YouTube and giving us some five stars recently. Keep them coming. We can give away. We only have, I think, one more Top Gun 2 to give away. We've given away all the other Top Gun 2 copies that we have. What? That's impressive. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well,
1: you got to review to get something, so go yeah. do that.
0: I mean, it's much better when you sing it, but whatever.
1: <laughs> what do we like to do? Review. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, not to put you on the spot or anything after having put you on the spot for the shame screening.
1: You know, I'm not going to spoil where I got that from for you guys, so...
0: Oh, yeah, we don't... I don't know, actually. Holy crap, it's actually from a movie?
1: Nope, not from a movie, but I won't spoil it for you anyways. Holy crap, Dave, she pulled a fast one.
0: Like, are we losing Binge Watchers points over it? Like, is it something we should know? Maybe. No. Holy no, God. not that you should
1: know. Not that you should know, so... Uh anyways
0: yeah if it's from like bachelor season 15 or like from uh what's that english show that you watch that everybody's watching it starts with a b
1: below death. bridgerton oh, beavertown bridgerton. what is it
0: called did you say beavertown maybe maybe not <laughs> i have to go to playback on it dave <laughs> i have to rewind the episode uh staff picks if you watched anything else besides the movie of the week and you want the audience? Oh, clearly we're gonna want the audience to watch anything but the movie that we reviewed. What? <laughs> like so? So let's. Uh, it's oh, still your turn, Jordan. Okay.
1: Yeah, I did watch some stuff. Just a few things. Um, I watched The Patient, which is the new like Hulu mm. Steve Carell show, and it's about yeah, a you know he's a psychotherapist and he's kidnapped by a serial killer to like cure. His urges. There's only three episodes so far into the season, so super easy to get through and get caught up. But the mm-hmm. guy who plays the serial killer is pretty good so far. So, I like Dom Hall S-
2: Gleason, very yes, good actor. There
1: we go. And then Steve Carell just being a bit more of a serious role is like definitely something to see. Um, and then I also watched kind of an old one that came out a couple years ago. We were talking about Adam Sandler earlier today about Mm -hmm. Adam Sandler playing Adam Sandler. But I watched Hubie Halloween again. First time, probably had too much pumpkin beer before watching it and didn't like really recall the full movie, but watched it over the weekend. And I truly laughed from like start to finish. Holy crap.
0: Last year we tore that movie, A New Asshole. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. So yeah, and also, it also yeah. I want to I want to jump in and say like I think Steve Carell is trying too hard at his dramatic stuff. I texted that to Dave oh, about this so show. I,
2: I'm I'm a, no. I'm I'm with Jordan. It's this is a good show. Like uh, two out of three. Two, two out of three uh, on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna lose. Whatever. Okay. No, it's Dave. it's a good show, John. Seriously. Is
0: that also your recommendation? Then
2: no, because she already said it. Uh... <laughs>
1: what about you dave yeah what are your recommendations
2: um i i recommend like i guess i think it was the number one movie this weekend i went and saw the new movie barbarian um mm. and just like every other review that got me to go see it um i'm not going to give away a lot because it is best going in cold uh just know you go in thinking it's one movie and it becomes another by the end um mm. Very simple premise uh, to a uh, lady shows up in the middle of the night to her Airbnb that she had booked and another guy is there and you're kind of suspicious what's going on. Uh, he convinces her to stay the night uh, because all the hotels are booked up in the area and then it just keeps going in different directions every 20 minutes or so. Um, I won't give anything more away than that, but it is Getting a lot of hype, and I was for the first time in a long time, a movie's hype was actually worth it or lived up to it. So, hmm. if you don't mind actually going out to a theater see *Barbarian*, or theaters wait two only- months when it's on Hulu,
0: <laughs> go watch them in the theaters while they're still theaters.
2: Yeah. Since what is it, Regal or one of those is going down?
0: Yeah, one of the big ones is gone.
2: Oh wow.
0: Not that I care. I'm a proponent for. It. Just give me the movie now. Any way I can get it.
2: Look into my veins. And
0: some of us kids, Dave, can't afford to go to the theaters. We got to go to the video stores. All right, brother?
2: All right? Well, they don't exist anymore.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're right. So we got to download it from someone that has the right to display it. No, just kidding. Everything on YouTube is legal. What are you talking about?
2: Um, Although I will say I did go see a movie recently and it wasn't worth talking about. But for like a ticket a small popcorn and a larger drink was still 20 bucks when I could have waited like a week or two. Wait, did you re- go
0: on the labor day thing where the theaters were like $3 movie tickets? They did. Like no, this a was,
2: this was a full price ticket. This oh. wasn't during that special day. I um, won't tell
1: you about the last time I went and saw a movie in the theaters. So we'll save that for a different. Was it Casper? Topic. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what
0: we watched John. I just was recalling. a That's a ancient recall. Cause when, when we first started podcasting with Jordan, she like, mentioned Casper and we talked about it. And so I just thought I would bring it up again. Still good. Yeah. Um, I watched this thing called the donut King.
2: It's a documentary documentary about uh, a Cambodian
0: immigrant that started like a major chain of independent donut shops in Southern California. So there's 5,000 independent donut shops in Southern California. And 80% are owned by Cambodian families. And this is why this guy who they call uncle Ted He immigrated during like the Cambodian genocide when like there was like a communist party taking over the country. They're like trying to all escape. They get to California sponsored by like churches and like uh, refugee organizations and the army took some of them. So he was in the army camp and then a church let his family stay in the church. He worked as a janitor. Then at nights he went, he was working at a gas station, but then saw everybody eating all these donuts and going like, wow, they're coming in for a breakfast food in the middle of the night. Americans love this. What's going on? So he goes to like, winchell's training school and learns how to make donuts and then he works for them then he gets enough money he opens like a donut shop like across the street and then he helps like his brother-in-law his cousin his aunt they open their shops and so like the family is still owning donut shops like you know 30 years later or whatever so it's like an entrepreneur like american story you know like just like crushing it in the world of donuts it's on hulu but does but doesn't like he have like a tragic end
2: where like he yeah he I was gonna leave that I was
0: gonna try to keep it positive oh. but yeah, no no again, but it's worth watching because still... it goes into
2: different... spoilers yeah anyway it is a good documentary I saw yeah that yeah, a year yeah. Or two ago.
0: I recommend it. it it was in my queue forever and I just like ran out of things to watch and I was like you know I'm finally gonna crack this open anyway it's worth watching
2: Thank anyway you. In fact, uh, I still oh. see donut shops around in the area called Donut King. So it's still like, you know, around.
1: I've worked for an independent donut shop, so it's right up my alley.
2: Mm. Donuts. Uh, so no, I can go
0: for a donut right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We'll just leave the audience thinking about Donuts. All right. One donut flavor to rule them all, Jordan. What is it?
1: Oh, my goodness. I'm going to pull some fancy stuff onto you right now. Mm-hmm. I have had a cake donut with drizzled honey, a aged cheddar with a rosemary sprig on it, and it is divine. So good.
0: That sounds like the Whole Foods of Donuts.
1: <laughs> kind of is. I mean, they're, they're cheap. <laughs> Very you know? simple. Yeah, it's delicious. So good. What about, I don't know, who who's going to throw in their donut flavor?
2: Oh, man. Um, I, I don't know. It's down to two. It's either a simple maple bar. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Or uh, apple fritter, if you're going to be really indulgent. It's a solid one.
0: You know, technically, they sell fritters at donut shops, but it's not technically a donut, Dave.
2: I know, but what are you going to do? They sell it at the donut <laughs> shop.
0: <laughs> you know, I like a glazed. I'm simple. Huh? But also sometimes I get the plane. Cause you know what the best dunker is in a cup of coffee, the plane, the plane. Mm. Yeah. It holds up. You can dunk it at least three times before it falls apart.
1: I'm definitely a hoe for raspberry filled mm. Krispy Kreme. Though. Like,
0: wow. There's the quote for the episode. <laughs> okay. Whatever.
2: <laughs> Although as far as like the cheap ass little donuts, like the little ones, the little Chrome ones, you can't go wrong with those either. Mm. I don't know.
0: Ooh. Yeah, our audience is donut. not going to sign up for stars. They're just going to go buy donuts. That's what's going to happen.
1: <laughs> Actually, you're right. Well, Then thought... we need to get an
0: f-
2: affiliation with uh, Intamin's or Little Debbie. A or donut whatever.
0: shop? I, I, Dunkin' Donuts is huge on the East Coast, and I've been trying to get them to pay attention. I know their brand owner. He's like, named like, Justin something. I know him. I don't know why he doesn't hook us up with some donut holes. Well, they're called Munchkins. Yeah, Munchkins. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> I feel like this podcast is over, but we're still here. What do you guys want to do?
1: Well, I was refraining from doing a donut pun. So I thought that's why you cut me off with the. the
0: Oh, sorry. Did I ruin the joke? No, I'm kidding. Uh, Oh, damn.
1: Please please stop me from doing a donut pun.
2: I don't know. That's the title of the episode right there. Please stop me from doing a donut pun. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: That's that's too long. That's too long for YouTube keywords. (laughs) Like, please stop me. And there's no the only thing in there is the word donut. Donut. That's the only that's the only thing that's going to come up in you YouTube search. Return is donut. Yeah. Anybody donut. wanting to watch videos about donuts <laughs> will see our episode.
1: do not let this go any longer. You know.
0: Holy crap, that actually works. <laughs> okay. Good night, folks. Come back next week. We'll have another podcast for you. I promise. Endorsed by Jordan and Dave. <laughs>